He's one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Peter Hood on Shom 97.7. At 19 after 8 o'clock, good morning, Pierre. Good morning, Terry. How are you today? Uh, just uh, fine and dandy. I was, uh, of course, not up late to see the Vancouver game the other night. <laughs> I was in bed early, and I guess I, I missed your uh, tribute to Pierre Gervais. Well, yeah, we did that uh, in the first period uh, because um, somebody uh, in the Habs organization made the very scientific calculation <laughs> that Pierre Gervais was actually uh, working in his 3,000th game uh, on Monday night in Vancouver. So uh, it, I guess it was uh, the proper thing to, to pay tribute to Pierre. And uh, we all know he's, uh, he's the best in the business. And he's had all sorts of uh, praises from uh, from uh, from pairs and also uh, from from peers and also from uh, from all the players. And he had the responsibilities as well, Terry, for so many international games for Team Canada. So that says it all. I mean, it's it's a wonderful career. He's a very passionate man, and uh, I think he deserves all the all the credit and all the praises he gets these days. Yeah, I learned uh, through Dave Stubbs, who pointed it out on uh, Twitter on uh, Monday, and uh, I know uh, Pierre is a, a fan of the segment. I know he won't hear it this morning. Um, uh, well, I'm, he, you know, Pierre is a runner, so I think I, I, I think he, he likes to run early in the morning. Wow. But five, 5.20 is a bit early in Vancouver. Yeah, so. yeah, I think so. If I if I was on the West Coast, I'd be asleep right now. But Pierre, if you're listening, uh, we love we. I love the fact that it, that uh, when he gets a chance, he listens to the feature. I I get all I get asked all the time about uh, you know do the players listen, and I say I never ever heard the story of one player listening. I don't think they'd admit it. But I would imagine once in a while a player hears you and I chat about the team. <laughs> I, I think so. But, well, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean the uh, the, your, the quality of your show, Terry, and the, the tradition that you bring uh, in Montreal, uh, and the, and of course the music format and all that. I think that uh, it's quite a natural for a hockey team and hockey players as well uh, in this community and with all the, the services that you provide. And I know that Pierre is a, is a big, big fan of your show and big fan of, of yeah. Sean as well. So uh, it's, um, it's, it's good for all of us to, to be able to, to pay tribute to him this morning. And yeah. I, I'm sure he's, sure he's going to get the echo in that. Yeah, I was going to say, somebody will for sure tell him about it. And uh, it's, it's me actually uh, wanting to talk for a long time about Pierre because I don't want to talk about another overtime loss. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, it's like it's like Groundhog Day, right? Yeah. What what were your what were your thoughts? Because I I was asleep. I I, I watched the highlights. It doesn't tell the whole story. What did you think, Pierre? Well, uh, you mean of of the overtime or, or the yeah, overall? Yeah, just the overall. Overtime. Well, well. The first of all, I think the Habs played a very good game, uh, and and I'm I'm so happy to work with a very experienced uh, color man and a hockey player that has been there. And Mark Denim delivered some sort of a warning early in the game, uh, or I would say even maybe early in the second period. He said the big challenge, especially if you don't have the extra day for travel, which the Habs are doing uh, since the last couple of years, they like to go on the West Coast a day early to adapt to the, the length of the travel and to the time difference and all the, uh, all the things that come with, uh, with the long trip. They didn't have this privilege this time because they played on Saturday and they were playing on Monday night. And Mark at one point said the challenge 
is to keep the level of energy. And energy is a wide concept, I understand, Terry. But within the concept of energy comes focus, concentration, patience, decision-making, and of course, <laughs> execution on the ice. And he says, I know because I played for Columbus in the Eastern time zone in the Western Conference. Hmm. So Mark knows about those travels that came all the time with being in the Western Conference at the time. The same thing applied, if you remember, for the Red Wings. And uh, he said, this is the challenge for tonight. And I guess that as of the, the beginning of the third period, you could see that uh, you could see that overall energy slipping away slowly. And then it led to the Canucks building up their confidence level. And I told you the other day, Terry, they had beaten the Leafs twice at home. Yeah. So they yeah. were uh, they were uh, they were working on a refresh uh, confidence, and it showed in the third period. Now, when comes overtime, well, I think there are two factors when comes overtime for the Habs. First of all, it's a matter of adapting uh, the play and adapting the individual responsibilities depending on, on when you are on the ice in the particular overtime. That has to be worked on. But the other factor is, is, a, bit, is, is a bit tougher to work on. I think it's overall confidence. The three players on the ice, they know they're 0-7 now. They yeah. just want to do too much. Because with some of the skilled players that the Habs have, you know, a, a lot of a lot of people, you know, friends of mine, commentators, people on online are saying, you know, when you're three on three, it's like playing on the rink at you know at the it's at the park. Yeah. You know, it, it's like pond hockey. You should just, you know, you should just get at it and 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 let your instincts take over. When you think of somebody like you know Suzuki or KK, you know they're 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 so fast and and quick with the puck, and and they 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 seem to. They seem to be afraid to make a mistake. Well, Terry, I mean, I've called so many of those three-on-three, three, and I think that uh, why why is the three-on-three three usually very spectacular? It because it's because it's it's rarely settled in the first twenty thirty seconds, right? It's 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 something that you that usually builds up, right? And then and then you got the winning goal, usually in the latter stage of the uh, of the five minutes. So I think that. There, there, the work has to be done on both of those fronts. I think that Dominique Ducharme has to be able to establish the, the, the individual responsibilities at every step of overtime. And then he has to work on the mental approach and has to remind his players that they are just as capable as other teams to win games in overtime, but don't try to do it in the first 10 or 15 seconds. Right. And don't get frustrated when the opponent has the puck. Just come back in the zone. Try to co try to cover properly in the triangle uh, shape uh, of a coverage in in the uh, in the uh, defensive zone. Rely on your goaltender and just try to get the puck when the the other team is getting uh, is getting tired. Be it's easier said than done. I sure. Understand. Yeah, and yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's one thing to be watching at home on the couch. <laughs> it's, you know, another thing to be putting that together in the National Hockey League. I, I, I noticed in your note to me, you point out that, um, you know, as much as we, we kid about it, uh, the, the Habs need to stop giving away these precious points in a shortened season. These points are adding up. And they're adding up. And every point you give, you, you give up or you give away, Terry, is given to a direct opponent. Right. So those are three, those are three points game. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. A loss, a loss is a loss, and that's a four-point game. But a loss in overtime is a three-point game. It's a three-point factor. So, uh, considering the Habs have uh, uh, have game in hands against most opponents uh, in the North Division, you have to make sure that you beat the opponent when you play against him, uh, and then you have to make sure that you win those game in hands. And sometimes, and especially. You know, the kind of hockey that we're seeing is getting tighter and tougher. Well, uh, those uh, there's a possibility that you will be in tie-breaking situation more often uh, in the second half of the season. So, yeah, they have to get things going on that front for sure. Some lineup changes tonight? Well, maybe. Uh, what we've seen in the practice yesterday is quite interesting because uh, Brendan Gallagher has been moved to the KK line in practice yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's quite interesting. Yeah. So. Uh, what we've seen, Terry, was uh, from left to right, Tatar, Dano, and Armia now. Uh, Drouin, Suzuki, and Anderson. Toffoli, Kotkaniemi, and Gallagher. And the fourth line remains the same. Uh, my, my read on this, and that struck me when I updated my stats yesterday, is that maybe we need more players to score more goals. And maybe we have to stop passing the puck and maybe we have to start thinking about scoring right. with the puck. Right. Here's an interesting stat, Terry. Uh, Josh Anderson and Tyler Toffoli combined for 25 goals, the two of them. Suzuki, KK, Dano, Tatar, Jonathan Drouin, the five of them, they combined for 14 goals. Hmm. Wow. Isn't it amazing? That is. It's quite a and difference. They have, and they have 57 assists. Wow. So it's nice to be able to, 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 to build up playmaking. It's nice to pass the puck. It's nice to get, like we've seen the other night, 65 shots toward the net. But if you're going to score only once, I mean, I, I guess that Dominique Duchamp is a bit worried about this trend. And that's yeah. a trend that's been building up since the start of the season. So you have to remind the young centermen and you have to remind also uh, some wingers that uh, building up a play is fine, uh, but you have to get your nose dirty a little bit, and you have to you have to go in the crease, and you have to uh, also to contribute by scoring here and there. KK is starting to do that. You probably noticed. Yeah, for uh, sure. But, but now it's up to the others to do that. So I guess that the changes are probably meant to bring more balance to the offense and to have other players to score goals. Um, it's a late one tonight, eh, Pierre? Uh, tonight is late, late, late. Yeah. <laughs> tonight we're not even David Letterman. We're whoever <laughs> used to be after. <laughs> what? Is that Seth Myers or whoever? Yeah, is the yeah the, the late, late show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the reason, because a lot of people are asking me why 11 p.m., uh, it's a Sportsnet National Night. Mm-hmm. And, and because of, uh, the, um, because of the, the, uh, the, the schedule, the early game will be an Edmonton game. It's going to be the Senators in, in, in Edmonton. And okay. for some reason, they didn't want a 5 p.m. game local time in Edmonton, although there are no spectators. So they wanted a 6 p.m. game in Edmonton. Okay. So that means, nine, that, so that means 8 p.m. here. So right. it's going to be a second game of the doubleheader at 11 p.m. tonight. Will you have a nap before that one? Oh yes, I'm gonna stay up. Well, you know what? I'm trying to adapt, and I'm yeah. I'm, I'm staying up this morning. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna have my power walk. Uh, it's so beautiful outside anyway. Yes, and, yeah. Uh, I'll do the the big nap 
this afternoon in order to be fresh and ready to go tonight. Okay. Well, I wish I could say I'd be watching tonight, uh, Pierre, but uh, we, we'll, uh, we'll give you the morning off tomorrow so you and I can talk again on Friday morning. Oh, yeah. There will be lots to talk about. You got that Friday, right. Because on Friday, we're going to be also after a game. There's a game on yeah. Thursday in Calgary. So there will yeah. be lots to talk about.